Welcome to Truth Matters Church, contending for the faith one verse at a time. Thank you for downloading this week's devotional titled Making Melody with Your Heart. I'm Associate Pastor Jeremy. For the better part of one and a half chapters in Ephesians, Paul schooled us on how believers must live differently from the unsaved if we are to consider ourselves true followers of Christ. But now at the midpoint of chapter 5, Paul begins to shift more toward a positive exhortation, transitioning from how we behave in the world to how we must behave within our inner circles and our families. He wrote in Ephesians 5, verses 18 to 21, And do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the Father, and be subject to one another in the fear of Christ. Paul begins this portion by reminding believers not to be drunk with wine. While Scripture does not prohibit drinking alcohol, we are charged in several places not to consume it in excess. Some obvious reasons here are that it affects our ability to make good decisions. It's a distraction. It dulls our senses, and it can lead to us being a poor witness for Christ. I believe in context here that Paul took this as an opportunity to remind us that when we are among other Christians, we need to reflect Christ's light even more brightly. He instructed the Corinthians not to cause another believer to stumble by eating foods in their presence that they found offensive, as it could harm their faith. See 1 Corinthians 8 verses 9 through 13. Likewise, if we drink liberally in the company of other believers, it could very well cause a newer or weaker brother or sister to stumble, and that sin will fall on us. See 1 Corinthians 8, verse 12. Instead, Paul tells us that we must be filled with the Holy Spirit and speak to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. I love this. It's so encouraging. What better way to lift the spirits of a fellow believer and to quote scripture, to share a beautiful hymn, or sing a Christ-centered worship song together. We all know the mysterious power of music. Our brains can literally play songs in our mind that are on track repeat. And I believe this is a gift, and it's just one reason why it's very important to listen to music that honors God. I would much rather have Amazing Grace stuck in my head than YMCA. Singing and making melody with our heart to the Lord helps us meditate on these truths and praises, bringing adoration to our Lord and uplifting our spirit as we worship our loving God and Savior. As we've seen before, Paul encourages us to give thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Many studies have been done on the power of living in gratitude. And when we are truly thankful for what the Lord has given us, both spiritually and materially, it's pretty hard to be depressed or feel defeated. Despite being in prison, Paul lived in thankfulness to the Lord. Even Jesus gave thanks to the Father for the provisions that he provided his Son and followers. See Mark 8, verse 6. And so must we. For a few examples, see 1 Chronicles 16, verse 8. Psalm 7, verse 17, Philippians 4, verse 6, Colossians 4, verse 2, and 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 18. 
Then, Paul continues his transition in instruction when he writes, Be subject to one another in the fear of Christ. At first glance, this seems like an odd statement. Should we be afraid of Christ? And how does that relate to us being subject to one another? Well, I looked up the Greek word for fear used here, which is phobos, and it means exactly what it says in every instance in the New Testament. But I suspect by the context of this passage, it is to be interpreted two ways. First, it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of God as an unrepentant sinner. See Hebrews 10 verse 31. God is no joke, and every human should consider the gravity of meeting our Maker in a sinful state. But thankfully, as believers, we will not be subject to His wrath or punishment, as Christ took that on Himself for us. See Romans 6, verse 23, and Romans 8, verses 1 and 2. So, secondly, as believers, we should fear Christ in reverence and admiration. Just as a child should fear and respect his parents, which we'll get to in Ephesians 6, we too should live in extreme reverence, esteem, and surrender to Christ as our Lord. It's not a fear of his wrath, but a fear of veneration. If we would treat our boss or a pastor or our favorite president with very high reverence, we should do so a million times more to Christ who redeemed us. We owe every ounce of ourselves to Him, and this reverent fear will keep us careful in our thoughts and actions. And looping back, Paul instructs believers to be subject to one another in this fear of Christ. I believe Paul is saying here that we should not hold ourselves or our needs above others, but instead we are to live in service to our brothers and sisters in Christ, just as Paul did. Doing so is a tangible exercise of living outwardly in worship and reverence or fear to Jesus Christ. This sentiment is echoed throughout Scripture and especially in Paul's letters. And truly, this is where we get to the action of walking our walk as believers, in our personal relationships with other believers, and especially in our family, as we'll see in the next portion of text. As we close, let's allow Paul's words here to remind us to purposely bring joy and encouragement to those around us. Even if we are not singing worship songs aloud, we can use songs and hymns and scripture and God-honoring prayers in our daily speech and our interactions to edify, uplift, and encourage our Christian family. As King David wrote in Psalm 1914, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this expository devotional, subscribe to the Truth Matters Church podcast on Sermon Audio, Apple, iHeart, TuneIn, and many other platforms. And for even more biblical teaching, visit us at truthmatterschurch.org. Have a blessed day.